Welcome back to a third season of So What Pays You On Bed podcast, a show where three friends get listeners to do some reading and discuss books, thoughts, and tea. I'm Shan. Join me with Casey and Kiki. Vibe it. Let's go. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before we get into today's episode of So What Pays We On Bed podcast, let me tell you about how we podcasting. We're using something very easy, very free, and easy to use and distribute. We're using Anchor.fm. Listen, if you're curious about starting a podcast, Anchor is a one-stop shop for all your pod needs. Easy distribution, easy hosting, 100% free. Kiki, Casey, and me can use this app all at the same time doing the same podcast you can use it online on your computer you can use it on the app on anchor the app it's purple scroll through add the app on your phone or wherever you need to use it you can use it on your tablet on the go kiki might be in texas casey might be in his business i might be here with my kids but we can all three use the podcast as a group as a team Anchor even gives you sponsorships and you can add more. So if you're interested in starting your own podcast today, go to anchor.fm slash start. Now let's get back into this book because the things that I have read, honey, leg up. Y'all, um, who told you you can have cookies? Who? You. My motherfucking self because I'm grown. Girl, I thought you was uh talking to Arya Anya. Okay. Mm, I was like, like, about to be a beat down. <laughs> but I saw Casey eating the cooking over. I know she ain't talking to Casey. That's why I said, I'm like, who you talking to? <laughs> I was going to say, Casey is going to get you all the way together, okay? <laughs> That's hilarious. All right. Welcome, guys. Hola. Um, we about to get our hoe on. Ow. Oh, then I just got wait, the, wait, wait. Got the our polished hoe on. Yes, our polished hoe on. Some of us ain't well polished. What happened? I said, some, well, some of us ain't well polished. I, I show sure ain't. I didn't understand the point. <laughs> what I was supposed to do. Viewers, I would like to apologize on behalf of myself. Disclosure. Because I didn't understand what I was reading and I didn't digest it correctly. I think a lot of people are going to be like that, Kiki, so don't feel left out. <laughs> um, I'm about to put y'all up on game. Get the audio. Yeah, I even had to break down and get the audio. So I have it on my phone. Prime is doing two free audios if you sign up for a month. It's not Prime. It's Audible. Well, they, that's how I got it, through Prime. They offered it. Prime offered you Audible or Amazon offered you Audible? Because this is the thing. When I signed up and I looked up, because Drew has Prime, when I looked his up, it was like, only thing that he gets with his prime is Kindle. I had to sign up through Audible. It's it's through Amazon, but it's still different. It's not really Prime Prime. It's just Amazon, period. Yeah, so Amazon 
And then they said Amazon um, Prime, if you sign up, you could get the two um, books for free on there. It'll be free for a month. And then after that, it'll be like $15 plus tax. Um, so, so that's what I did. So if you want to get two books, you can go ahead and get two books and cancel. It told me 22. Uh, oh, well, I'm sure canceling before they charge me anything. But yeah, that's what I did. You told me. Yeah. It's, um, it works. It's way better because I read it at first by myself and I didn't get anything. Then I downloaded the audible, listened to it while I was doing other stuff, and I heard the characters, which helped, but I wasn't digesting what was happening in the scene. Mm-hmm. So, so when you say you heard the, char- the uh, characters, like you heard a woman talking the whole time, right? Yes, but mm-hmm. the way her voice was changing and her pitch, I could tell what was happening. I could tell okay. when she was like, Piss. I could tell when it was like a serious situation. I could tell when she was talking like back in the day. Mm-hmm. When I was reading when it, I, I could. When I was reading it, I wasn't picking that up. So mm-hmm. um, the I setting, think we should kind of start where I think we should kind of start with the reason why is because of the 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 time period that it was in was and the country that it was in was. Because I, because I feel like if it was if it was more modern and if it was mm-hmm. maybe in even it was in like America, then I'll probably have a better understanding of it. But because it was taken, the time frame was like the late ninth, the nineteen forties, nineteen fifties, and the country that they were in, they were in the West Indies. It was like, the fuck are y'all talking about? Yeah, I agree. Okay, so it takes place in the Bahamas, right? In the the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. Um, The time frame is like 1930s, 1940s. Um, Basically, it starts talking about one night. And over the main character, who is... Mary... Mary Matilda. Mary Matilda. Mm-hmm. Mary um, Matilda Gertrude. Gertrude. These names are disgusting. But she dropped her last name because her maid had the same name. Right. <laughs> she said, I ain't nobody's maid, bitch. Um, I don't know how many times she said that, but all right. <laughs> people normally call me Tilda. <laughs> My mama called me Mary Girl. <laughs> um, who are the main characters? Goldburn, uh, Mary. Who the fuck is Goldburn? Oh, you didn't get that far. Well, I did. Well, well remember when she was talking about Goldburn's balls? Oh, with the plier. Yeah, how his balls was all yeah. was born like that. Yeah, but yeah. that's not a main. To me, that's not a main character though. I feel like we'll hear more from. Well, he's a character. I've, okay, so the part right now that we're talking about, I feel like the main the main people that's in the story right now that who that we're referring that we're going to be ultimately referring to is Mary Til- Mary Matilda, right. mm-hmm. 
and the constable. Right. Don't forget her son that she can't stop bragging about. Right. Will but, Barton. But, but between but but from pages but from page one to seventy, it's mm-hmm. the the dialogue is mainly between Mary Matilda and the, and the constable. constable. Mm-hmm. Okay, but she's she's talking about. Yeah, she's also telling she's a story about all these other characters. So while so while but she's it, supposed to be talking about this one night, she's bringing up pieces of other stuff. Yeah, her upbringing with different characters. Right, 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 right. But this is what I'm saying. I don't want people confused on. Well, when are we going to talk about the one? Who is this person talking? Who is that person talking? Like right, right mm-hmm. now, the main people that's talking in the book. Because again, this is a hard read because all of us was baffled in like the first yeah. five pages. <laughs> what the fuck we was reading? Yeah. <laughs> the main people that's talking right now in the book are Mary Matilda and the constable. Okay. All right. Okay. And Mary is like, she's a fourth generation to other women in her life. Right? Mm-hmm. She, talk, she talks about her ma and then her mom. So, mm-hmm. okay. Um, and then her great grandma. Yeah. So, the main event, what has happened between pages one and 70? Well, she started off on the plantation. So, okay. in my mind, I was seeing plantation, sugarcane, like a valley of different stuff like i i don't know that's all i got with, with that well like i got the location her, and where it took oh, place casey I, Go ahead. I i got her so from what i read i was gathering that she was talking about her growing up on the plantation mm-hmm. and that she called um the police station to come to her house and take a statement because something had happened mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it was a murder that had happened. With a hoe? With a hoe. Mm-hmm. A polished hoe at that. Yes. Um, and she was kind of just really just going into her life because the constable knew her because the constable grew up working for her. And mm-hmm. then the sergeant knew her and her son because her son was the sergeant's doctor and she grew up with the sergeant. Okay, so that's who I couldn't figure out what, figure out what the yeah. who the sergeant was to her. Uh-huh. So okay, explain the sergeant again. The sergeant was so the he sergeant grew up with grew her up on her. the plantation with Mary with no, Tilda. They, he didn't grow up with her on the plantation. He they went to well, they didn't go to school, but they grew up together. So they were kind of like um neighborhood kids. You know how all the neighborhood kids kind of grow up together and they play together and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So her the sergeant, the constable's dad, and some other prominent people in the neighborhood all grew up together. So the okay, sergeant so that's is why the she constable's kept saying, dad. That's why the she kept saying like... The constable's dad. But she grew up with the constable's dad and the sergeant. Okay. Uh, so th- oh. that's why she was like, "Where? When is the sergeant coming?" And she, he was like, uh-huh. "I'm taking." He's like, "I'm taking your statement before he gets here." Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, that makes sense. Um, and he was taking this sweet time because he was like, that's why in that little section he was kind of like saying to himself that he wants her and her son to kind of um, move away, go to America, 
go to Cuba, go to England, go to go to Peru, go to go to Panama. He was like, just go away because once he takes her statement, he has to do his job. Oh. So basically, she was gonna get like arrested or something. But that's what it sounds like. Because of who she, she is. At that time. I didn't get like what was her reasoning for telling the constable her whole background. Like she was just going into way too much detail. But that's what all like, island people do. Right. My mom my mom loved telling me about yeah and she who is she? Who are we talking about? She always she was like, Did I tell you? No, you didn't tell me, but that ain't got nothing to do with me. That's how they talk. I think in my mind, I think in my mind, when I was reading it and she was kind of like telling her backstory, it was kind of like you could kind of get a sense on the reason why she did it. So, so, so he could understand where she was coming from on why she did what she did. Right. Mm. Okay. Because all right, so who we didn't talk about was Mr. Belfields, and I'm think, and I'm thinking Mr. Belfields was the plantation owner, right? Yeah, because he has like the rankings to do certain shit in a certain way, and nobody don't step up to him. Right. So when we talked about Mr. So when she talked about Mr. Belfields, Mr. Belfields seen her as a little girl, and he then took his little thing that he rides the horses with, the little whip thing. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot what it's called. And then when he saw her on the field with her mother, he took the, the thing and he was kind of like caressing her body with it. Like, oh, this is your daughter. This is this is, this is is Mary girl. Oh, okay, I see her, mm-hmm. I see her, I see her. Mm-hmm. So growing up, she knew, she, knew, she knew who he was and what he was capable of, but she never said nothing. Then later on, when she said her mother was on her deathbed, she was mm-hmm. saying that um, Mr. Belfort's blood flows through you too. Mm-hmm. So he and raped she, her mother. See, he raped her mother. But mm-hmm. and when I first heard it, I thought she said she when she said that that he was he was her daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, but then I was like, oh shit! And then like when she talked about her great grandmother who was from Africa. She explained her great grandmother as a woman of the earth. She she worked in the kitchen making turtle soup, but she knew about herbs and she knew about bushes and she was always tasting twigs and berries and leaves and putting them in her apron. Okay. So one night that they had an event, her mother had worked um, as the help for that evening. At the service. As a servant for that evening, and after the event, she got raped by Mr. Belfields. Her mom? Her mother was raped by Mr. Belfields. Mm-hmm. Tilda's mother. Tilda's mother. Mm-hmm. And when Tilda's mother told her mother and her grandmother, they, they, they cleaned her up. You know, they couldn't say nothing about it because, of course, the man is white. Mm-hmm. And the grandmother made her, um, the great, Tilda's great grandmother made the mother a tea to drink at 5 a.m. every morning for five days straight. And it made her a bath. Well, Saracy. Right. So they the made tea, her drink what? It was a tea. I, I, I it's, a bush tea. it's a bush tea. My mom was just she talking said, about this the other day. 
It was a tea that turned black like tar that she was drinking every day, and it was nasty, and it was bitter. I think it was Cersei's. And then then they had her in a bath, and what the tea in the bath did was make her have a miscarriage. Yeah, that's what I got. So, um, because of the baby, she was going to pass from Mr. Belfield. Right. Mm -hmm. Because she would have had the baby out of rape. And the great-grandma was like, you're not going to have no rape baby from the white okay. man and his and his and his poison running through your veins. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, Mary Matilda had sex with Mr. Belfields. And the reason why she did it is she said that he kind of forced it upon her, but she kind of but she wanted it as well. Only because of the fact that she knew that Mr. Belfields can provide for her better than anybody than any other man on the island could. Because he had more opportunities. Right. So on the plantation they had six houses. Mm-hmm. It was the great house. Then they had they had the main house, then the great house, and then all the other different little houses. But his house had three stories. Where he can see over everything. Two. Right. right. He's the, he has the main house. Mm-hmm. But he put Mary Matilda up in the great house because mm-hmm. he was fucking her, and then had three, and then she had three kids for him, but two of them died. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And the only one that survived was um, was Wilburn. Wilburn, well traveled, right? And a became doctor. a doctor, a tropical doctor, <laughs> well, <laughs> tropical medicine. <laughs> mm. Um. Okay. Well, that was very dissected for me. Yeah, you helped it. You helped it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was getting a little bit of it, but I didn't get everything you got. So that's I didn't get everything you got either. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, just to to simplify it, is one the book. The whole book is over one night of her explaining what the hell happened, but in this one night she's talking up different experiences of people on the island. Right. Mm-hmm. And you how it goes... think she killed Mr. Bertrand? Oh, no. I don't know. How it goes through, like, the time frame of slavery time and, and her upbringing. So in those stories, she talks about Goldburn's balls, how he yeah. had tailored pants just to fit his balls. Um... She talks about Pounce, who got shot. And Wilburn did that to him, too. Hmm. Wilburn fucked his balls up because he was dating the handmaid. What? Wait, okay. Dissect that part? <laughs> Wilburn did what? So, not Wilburn. Uh, what's his name? Pounce? Belfields. Belfields. They'll feel what? So him messing up his balls was punishment. You're right. Okay. Messing okay. up whose balls? Go- Goldburn. Because he had sex with a handmaid? No, he was dating her. He was trying to court her. So is that is that why she was saying um like pliers with the testicles and stuff? Yeah. And the electrical of somebody's t- testicles? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, Y'all might have to read it again because I was getting into it. 
<laughs> she was talking about Pounce who got uh, shot for his sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, was he stealing them? No, I think he. I think he grew them, and whoever shot him for the sweet potatoes and she said the same sweet potatoes that she ended up cooking for his for his such and such meal i forgot whose meal she was making um i think Ponce, i think Ponce had the sweet potatoes and then he got shot over them because they thought he was stealing them and then whoever shot him took them bellfields and i think mr bellfields shot Ponce, took the sweet potatoes and then made mary matilda cook them that night for dinner yeah that's what happened um, Mr. Bellfield's a fucked up ass man. Like any other slave master? He is, but can we talk about Mr. Freak? Can we talk about homie that's supposed to be taking a statement and thinking oh, about what <laughs> Yeah, talk, thinking about what color panties she got on, looking at her <laughs> panty lining. Like, he said she had a well padded behind a big bootsy. And sir, big brown eyes, sir. <laughs> the whole time I was reading that, well, when the lady was reading it to me and I was following along, yeah, I was kind of just thinking in my head, I was like, was he sitting there with a heart on? He had to be. That man said he was imagining what fabric panties she had on. He was a real freak. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. He said it didn't have no borders or nothing. <laughs> I guess Gertrude was fine. Gertrude sounded fine. Yeah, because Tilda described that. She was a little slim thickum. Right. They said she was a little dark chocolate girl, too, with a big old booty. Right. Okay. So that's what we got out of. Um, and Tilda said one, she was well built. <laughs> one through 70. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So bringing this to reality terms, um, can we talk about how families, where she was talking about how family, a lot of the family carried a lot of burdens over the years? In to like today's terms, people carrying burdens in family, how that doesn't play out well with your children like if i was carrying a burden that i'm not doing nothing about i'm not trying to fix and i'm trying to raise two daughters that's not going to do them anything great that's why i I got mental issues now because people don't unpack their shit and then they they pour it in somewhere else not on purpose but because they're angry about how they were brought up And I didn't want to do that, so that's why I just knew like I had to work through my shit. Um, a lot of people don't do that today, and that's still, that's still an issue. Mm-hmm. You know, back then it mm-hmm. made sense on why you held on to it because if you didn't hold your tongue, that was your life. But now it's kind of like you have all the resources to take care of your shit, and a lot of people still don't take care of it. Mm-mm. My grandmother had to care of her shit. To this day. Oh no, your your grandparents ain't about to do that. Yeah. And they pass that down to my mom, pass it down to me, pass it down to her, their other kids, which is my aunts and uncles. 
Mm. And like I said, that's why I have the mental issues and anxiety that I have today. I just think what it is, it's a lot of it's a lot of them not wanting them still in that mindset, I don't want everybody in my business. Yeah. So it's that mindset of yeah, I don't want everybody in my business. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But when you're not fine, you're not fine. And then what you're doing is that small little seed, not saying that it's a small thing, but that small seed grows into this huge giant issue. Mm-hmm. And then it and then it and then it goes from generation to generation. And people don't know the effect that it makes on every generation. That's why a lot of generations can't people can't get their shit together. Yeah. That's that quote unquote gener- generational curse that people have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, when when women, black women go from a time where being raped is just part of life. Get over it. Go outside. Go do X, Y, and Z. And then the next right. generation is like, okay, they get raped. They don't know how to maneuver. That person that was told this is a part of life tells them, get mm-hmm. used to it. It's not a big deal. Don't speak up on it. And then they have a next generation. But the thing is, as your generation goes down, people get more comfortable in having the conversation. And then when that generation child wants to have the conversation with their parents and their great grandparents, don't nobody want to talk about that shit? Nope. It's like it's like a built-in wall within themselves where this been locked, gonna stay locked. If you wanna talk about it, talk about it. But um I don't I know. I'm, I'm raising my daughters to talk about everything. Yeah. You know, I was in the kitchen juicing just a while ago and Ari, you know, trying to put words together with the magnets on the fridge talking about how you spell junk. You spell junk, J-U-N-K. She was like, how you spell shit? I said, why you need to know? She was like, just tell me. I said, S-H-I-T. You know what I'm saying? We are not holding back. If you're curious, go ahead and spell the word. But my thing is, I don't want them to feel like, oh, I can't. I can't tell her that because I'm going to get in trouble. Or I can't right. answer that because I'm going to get in trouble. This is a free space. Now, the fact that you want to know this word, I'm going to tell you this word. But you don't use this with adults. You don't call nobody else this outside of the house. But this is what it is. Because I don't want anybody to write something down or put it on them or label them as something and they don't know what it is. <laughs> they don't know when it's a time to stand up for themselves. Or, you know, somebody takes advantage of them because they're not knowledgeable about what the fuck is going on. So, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, some things, people be like, oh, you, you're not supposed to let kids watch this. Listen, Anya and I were up at 5.30 the other morning watching The Wire. And she asking me what they pass into each other. Do, do people get guns for protection? I said, some people get guns for protection. Some people get guns to kill people. Um, some people store guns here and, and they pass drugs. Some people take drugs, you know, to feel better. Some people take drugs to not deal with life. It's, it's different stuff going on here. So she's comfortable right. in having this conversation. And uh, I don't know. I think the Lord had me born at the right time in life because I couldn't be nobody's slave. Was it nobody just going to come get my goodies whenever they felt like it? Right. It, it's it's I can't 
I can't understand or fathom what that mentality had to be for you to wake up every day and be okay with not knowing who the fuck was going to take a piece of who you are today. Right. Or even waking up in your bed in the middle of the night to somebody trying to take your body. Yeah. Stinking. She said he stank. Yeah. I bet he did. He said his body was heavy. Mm-mm. White men still stink. Grandma, saying, grandma took like, that to her deathbed. And she was like, it doesn't, and she was like, it didn't matter how many baths I took, how many times I cleaned my clothes. She was like, I always smelled that stench on me. And she was like, I couldn't even smell myself no more. Yuck. Mm-mm. This looks like it's going to be a juicy book. Mm-hmm. Now that I broke it down for you. Yeah. yeah. Just imagine like how many of our ancestors though had to go through that. Yeah. It'll make you angry inside. Bitch, you especially mine, bitch. I'm light skin. I'm light skin as fuck with green eyes. Of course they got um Oh yeah. Hooked on with the white man. Oh yeah. You was in the house. Your great 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 mm-hmm. granny was in the house. Mm-hmm. Probably breastfeeding a white man's kid. Right. Yeah. That's what I don't understand. Like, how are we good enough to breastfeed your children, bathe them, but we're not good enough to respect? Girl, they drink cow milk. But they wanted our nutrients, so like they know that we was healthy and stuff. Right. My thing is that he took us from our baby so we could take care of yours. Right. Child, you took our babies from us so we could take care of your baby. That's that bullshit. Very much so. Wish I'm Talib? Yeah, she done walked off. She went somewhere. She done put us on mute, child. Oh. <laughs> You're probably yelling at the girls. This is kind of conversation going on. Get y'all ass in the bed. Right. What you and Kex and Kiki talking about? Mind the damn business. Get the fuck in the bed. Yeah, but I, I, I like the point that she made, though, like having a free space because my parents didn't create a free space for me. Right. Like, my mom didn't even have a sex talk with me. My father didn't. And we were, like, so sheltered from, from information. And I think when you do that, then they go and learn it from other places that may not be the best influence for a child or a young lady. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who better to to get that than from from you? I think with parenting, it's, it's just you trying to find a healthy balance of protecting your child and informing your child at the same time and trying not to expose them to stuff too early, but yet still giving them the information and tools that they need to navigate as an adult. Because mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. With One, you really have to know your child and really kind of like, you know, you got to you gotta really know your child because you can tell them not to do one thing, they're going to go out and do it anyway. Because mm-hmm. they're going to, because they, they got to see for themselves. Some, you can tell them some shit and they're going to be like, oh child, I ain't going to do that. Mom, mom, mom told me not to do it. So I'm not going to do that. So it's really you knowing your child and being like, okay, well, let me tell them this and let them know this. Well, I ain't going to tell them yet because if I tell them not to do it, they're going to run out and do it. 
So I don't mm-hmm. need no 16-year-old crackhead in my house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you just, as a parent, you just really have to know your child as best as you can to kind of teach them the best that you can. Right. And that's what public schools are fucking up at. Very much why you got to homeschool your own kids. Right. And public schools are fucking up because it's like, how are you teaching 30 kids the same thing and all 30 kids learn differently? Mm-hmm. Right. Mind you, I'm not knocking public school. My thing is with parents who have kids that are in public school, mm-hmm. they only rely on that. Yeah. Like, there's no like reinforcement when that child comes home like, hey, what did you learn today? Or, you know, like it's just that. Right. And that's why a lot of parents are having a hard time right now. Yeah, with with this pandemic, because and, and they being at home and not and um going crazy and not knowing what to do. Right. Oh, this whole had to go get started to eat child. That's why she left and came back. I had a, the uh, oven went off and they was like, It's done. So I had to go make their plate. No. Oh. Well they was gonna bang oh. down my door like the police. <laughs> wow, fool, bitch! Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. So, how far um should we have everybody read for the next the next one? I say maybe like another seventy pages. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree. So like the one forty. I wish they did chapters just like it is on the audible, so it's easier. But they didn't. Nah, I already told you, girl. Like, no chapters are stupid on Audible. On I said, Audible, Jesus. Like, right. I was like, oh, chapter one only 30 minutes? Good. I'm going to put bit. And then I'm like, wait. Right. Pages. Right. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anything interesting? Happen this week for y'all. I took Thursday and Friday off. <laughs> when when did you take it off? Monday. I took it off Tuesday. Like this past Thursday and Friday, or this coming Thursday and Friday? This past Thursday and Friday. Oh. I, no. I took Thursday. I took it off Wednesday. Casey's <laughs> so black. <laughs> I was off, yeah. No, I no, 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 I'm lying. I'm lying. I took it off on Tuesday. I asked for it. I, t- I took I took it off on Tuesday. <laughs> um, We talked about it Wednesday. And then I talked to my backup on Wednesday. Like, look, take it Thursday. Friday, like, back me up. <laughs> oh, I took it off Friday. Yeah, I took it off Friday. And I told her, like, you know, I have, I have a dog appointment, so I'll be, so I'll be off on Thursday. <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, what you gonna say? No, you can't go. I wish she would. That's why I tell her. I don't ask her. Be like, listen, I'm off. <laughs> listen, this is my PTO, bitch. I'll take it when I want to. You can't tell right. me when you take motherfucker. Right. When I took off Thursday, Thursday and Friday, I got my admissions done. So, me and my grandmother got into it. Why? Oh, 
she um annoys the, sh- the crap out of me. <laughs> what happened? What she saying? Speaking of generation, no burdens. Like, what the fuck? What she um, wants you to do that she's not agreeing with? She, she, she doesn't know her boundaries. It's like oh. she gets, uh, like she gets into like all this interrogation and and stuff, and like asking like questions that's like that basically that that she shouldn't be asking. But they your business questions, huh? Those none of your business questions. Those none of your business questions. Like you stepping over boundaries, you making my man feel uncomfortable asking him and stuff. Like it's just not good. And my issue with her is that she don't know that we're grown and there's boundaries like that you just don't cross with people. What she asked though? Like how 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 much money do you make? What do you do for a living? Are oh. y'all still together? Do you plan to stay with her? Are y'all gonna get married? Mm. Uh, like this, this it, it, I feel like it was too personal. Girl, let me tell you something. Your grandma's old, so she don't give a fuck. But they don't give her a pass. <laughs> it doesn't. That's why you just be like, all right, grandma, I'll talk to you later. Bye, girl. Yeah. Yes. Keep that, keep that conversation short. Nigga, like, right in front of you. Be like, oh, be like, oh, he's not here. You know, I don't he even want to answer the phone. Listen, I'd be like, he just be working. He's not here. <laughs> like, he I can't work all the time. He can't work all the time, making all the money. He takes care he of me. He's not here. Annoyed. We'll talk to you when we have the FaceTime baby shower. Like, super annoyed. And she's not the easiest person to get off the phone either. My I add. Oh. <laughs> Hello? Click. Not even. Once I say bye, that's it. I'm hanging up the phone. Once you tell me bye, I'll be like, all right, girl. Bye. Click. <laughs> or, you know what I've been learning how to do? Talk. Like, just move my mouth and act like the voice, the, the thing is messing up. I love doing that. Motherfucker won't get off of FaceTime? Okay. I'm going to move my lips and make you feel like your thing is fucked up. Nah. I'm going to have We're going to know. Bye. It's been a long time since I had to talk to an old person. Man, I don't like it. <laughs> and then she be asking me how I'm doing, but it's like, I don't feel like she really wants to know how I'm doing. She's just being nosy. So you just tell her what you need, what you want her to hear. Not a damn thing. That's why I don't want to answer the phone. That's <laughs> my, my mom today, and she was like, "Your godfather told told me to tell you to call." I said, "Okay, we ain't got nothing to talk about. This is the same thing. I'm not coming to visit. We going through quarantine. You know, I'm not supposed to be around old people. The girls are fine. What else? Like what more? Like I can't do nothing." Mm, I know. I'm just one of those people that's kind of like you know. Even though my grandmother and I don't have the closest relationship, mm-hmm. like I still make it up. Like I still make it like an appointment to call her every week to check on her, mm-hmm. only because I know like she's old and she's not always going to be here for a while. She's not going to be here mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. And see, that's what I feel bad about. And then my whole thing is, is like you know, even though me and her aren't the closest, you know, we still be like, hey, how you doing? How was your day? What's going on? We we exchange pleasantries, and then it's like 
All right, well, talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. Mm-hmm. And see, and I'll text like, her all day long. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, girl, you can text your grandma. I can't even text my grandma. My grandma ain't got no cell phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, wow. She still got that lion line. Yeah, my grandma, damn near 90. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, she ain't getting no cell phone in no time soon, man. <laughs> no, like, she probably didn't even know the first thing about a cell phone. She hate the weekend. She said she hate the weekends to know nothing be on TV. And I like, well, Grandma, why don't you get you some cable? She said, uh oh. If she got cable, she wouldn't be talking to nobody. She said, nah, I don't want no cable. She said, I had it before. And I'm not going to be paying all that money every month to be watching the same thing on TV every day. Oh, God. I said, well, Grandma, you watch the news every day. It'd be right, different. For channels. hours. She said there's different news stations I could watch. I said, oh. But they all saying the same shit. Right. <laughs> and what you probably should do, Kiki, is limit your texting. Like, save all that conversation for the phone conversation. That way she feel like she got her re-up and just hang up. Yeah, don't even text no more. Like, don't even text a period. Like, just call. Be like, hey, girl, what's up? And if, mm-hmm. she, and if she don't like talking on the phone, it's going to be real quick phone conversation. <laughs> Mm-mm. Oh, that's a mess. Well, I'm not joining these uh, Atlanta people out and about because them, them numbers is stacking. I'm minding my business still. I just went and got a haircut. That was it. I'm, I, I've been eyeing your haircut, you know, on this video. This lining is quite precise. Right. Little curl at the top. Thanks. Like, um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think. I'm. I'm curious as to what this new normal is going to be. But um, with the COVID nineteen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm, May thirtieth or 29th that everybody is shooting for is going to be it. Mm-mm. I heard that it was going to take them years to try to figure out like a um, cure for it and everything. I don't think there's going to be a cure. I think there's going to be a vaccine. They're going yeah, I mean. to push everybody to take this vaccine. But then also, I don't feel like nothing is really going to start popping again until like 2021. Yeah, I heard that too. And they're going to be like, you can't travel no more unless it's really really like for work or business and you have to wear a mask but you know they like the military has already went into some states in black areas first where like tennessee they're making the military go into people's houses and and make sure they don't have covid black black neighborhoods tennessee um apartment buildings projects they're going into their houses right now they did. The, they started this this week. Um, the their uh, government signed off on it for them to go in their houses and check them for COVID. And if they have COVID, they're taking them and they're putting them into a facility and treating them until they can release them back into the public. But basically, my, kill them. it's so important and it's about health. Why the fuck didn't you start in all areas? Why are you just targeting black neighborhoods? black poor neighborhoods like what the fuck what are y'all on? i think the whole thing is about extermination of black people 
Mm-hmm. That's what they've been wanting to do. I don't think it's population control, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you also got to understand, like, the people that go to the hospitals for COVID, like, they're black, they're white, they're young, they're old, and they're saying that they're dying of COVID, and they're not dying of COVID. They're dying of the shit that they're trying to get these people to try to make, try to see what's going to work against them, what's not. Or malpractice. Yeah. You're supposed to be sticking this this way and you're doing it wrong so I bleed out or this breaks. Or you know, you're sticking this tube the wrong way into my esophagus or you're, you know, doing all types of shit that you would not do on a regular day. But because mm-hmm. this COVID is the focus, you're blaming it on that. Yeah. And then they're blaming everything on COVID-19. That's not the case. Like, I can't tell you how many videos of nurses I've seen crying on video because they feel the weight of other nurses that I work with and other doctors that I work with are in here just killing black people because they can. They're killing poor people because they can. Nobody's going to check on them. This nurse was like, I can't tell you how many patients I got assigned today that were already dead and nobody knew. Mm-hmm. It was just laying there. And they were just assigning me dead people. I'm just like, this is trifling. Nobody's regulating shit. And then you have black doctors who are getting on their own phones and telling you, do not come to this hospital. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. We don't know how to treat this. We have people on the fifth floor doing it this way. We have people on this on the seventh floor doing it a different way. We don't know how to treat this thing. Stop coming here. And this is the but thing I feel like they've been directed to do that though. They've been directed to do that. If this person comes on your floor, treat them like this. If this person comes on your floor, treat them like that. But he's he was really saying that because nigga, why are y'all out when y'all don't have to be? Why are y'all doing all of this shit to you know, make the opportunity greater for you to catch this thing that nobody doesn't know how to treat. Do yourself a favor and don't have to come here. But nobody, well, some of us are listening, but a lot of people are not listening. A lot of people are like, you know what? I want to wear my clothes. I want to go see my people. Mm -hmm. This is the thing. The message is getting misconstrued. It's not that they're like, stay at home so you don't catch COVID-19. What they need to tell people is what they need to tell people is stay at home because if you catch COVID-19 they're going to go to the ho- you're going to go to the hospital and they're going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. But you that's know that's, too, to that's too harsh. That's too harsh for today's people. <laughs> Girl. No, it's real though. In Europe, Europe be straight for the next. You come like, up. In don't here. go out unless you have you come to. Up in here, this gonna be your last coming up in here. <laughs> that's it. Don't go nowhere unless you just have to. Right. That's why people. That's why people, this. I feel like these people are just so sensitive. Like, like for my post last night, people was being real sensitive about it. About what? Jill Scott versus Erica Badu. Um. Huh. How okay. did you? Wait, how how do we go from COVID nineteen to that? I'm confused. <laughs> well, we're talking about sensitivity. Oh, okay. sensitivity. Okay. So a lot of people felt away and had like whole side um, lives about how they feel like her relationship with Jill because 
she don't even know when was the last time and she called to check up on her kids. My thing is like industry relationships and your relationships with your friends are going to be hella different. Two different right. things. People on two different schedules, on two different type of lifestyles, and they got a lot going on. In different mentality say, levels. Yeah, they're not about to sit and be like, oh, let me go ahead and call Jill Scott for the third time this week because we need to catch up. They're not going to do that. So when she was like, how's the babies? Oh, they're not babies anymore. A lot of people, especially women, caught feelings and was like, they faking the funk. If you don't shut the fuck up and just enjoy the fact that they are well off, they don't have to be yeah. on the IG playing shit for you. They ain't gotta talk every day or every week or keep in contact with like stuff like that. I mean, it's just well, all I, genuine love still. My whole thing, but I do get what is. Casey was saying though because once I got on Twitter, a, a lot of people was like they were expecting a live show. Mm-hmm. And I guess because like it was just like two, like two women. I think this is this is like the real first female, yeah, battle or live. But if you looked at all of the other battles, it's just like this. It's not supposed to be a live mm-hmm. show. Teddy right. fucked up and changed the whole idea of what this right. was supposed to be. It exactly. was supposed to be everybody sitting down playing their own playing their song. playing it. their hits right. Right, but see, somebody has told told me that told me this, and they kind of cleared it up for me. Mm-hmm. They said everybody that had a versus battle so far were producers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Not so the, the producers, not the so artist. the so the producers can go song for song. Like this was my hit. This was my hit. This that and the third. Da, 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 this yeah. that and the third. This that and the third. But then you have Jill and you got Erica who are artists. And then when in my mind, when I'm thinking verses, I'm thinking head for head, blow for blow. I'm not thinking song for song. Well, I'm gonna play oh, this song, yeah. I'm gonna play you this now, I'm play I'm gonna play this song for you. Now you're gonna play this song for me, and then we're gonna talk about it. That's why mm-hmm. I was like, if Erica and Jill were gonna do it different, because one, they're artists and two, they're women. I said, Well, if they're gonna do it different, they need to name it different. They shouldn't have named it the versus battle, they should have named it the listening party or a jam session or a vibe okay. session with Jill with Jill and Erica. Thought- you know what I'm saying? I thought that they were also producers as well, though, and writers. Well, Erica they are both Scott. writers, but they're not producers. But my thing is like, well, what they're who's up next is Ludacris and and Nelly. So uh, it, it's Swiss and Tempo that's doing this shit. So they went from producers, and I feel like they should have went like this: men producers, women producers, uh, women. Singers, men singers, uh, top what top albums for men, mm-hmm. top albums for women. They're not keeping it on the same category of who's and what because there's a lot of women producers that did not get the space to go ahead and do that shit. And I thought they were going to do like a a Missy and Missy, Elliot, Missy Elliott, yeah. and somebody else, and that's what they should have did, and that's where they fucked up. Yeah, but see, I don't see Ludacris and Nelly coming on here rapping live. They're not gonna rap live. I just see them playing their music and their artist. Yeah, right. But then, but then again, like I said, if they're gonna play their music and then not kind of go like head for head on like hit for hit, then nigga call it a a, call it a vibe session, call it a jam session, Mm -hmm. don't call it a versus. Like I'm not, we're not, we're not, we're not comparing anything. 
I never saw it as a battle. Like even when like Lil John and T Pain or Teddy Riley and Babyface went, they all said to me. If if you ask me, I think that 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 uh, we won the battle. <laughs> like I didn't like put them two together and say, "Oh yeah, Babyface won." But then that's what I'm saying. It's not a it's not a battle, so don't call it that. I guess they're just using the word battle a little loose. Uh, again, that's just, that's that's that's. And with, with them not of, with them not doing women producers, they made it seem like women can't produce. I, again, I just feel like it's this generation of participation awards that everybody needs an award for something. When no, that's not the case. Everybody the can be first place. Right? No, that's not. Because if y'all gonna get on social media and talk about there, there, and there, then y'all need to then y'all need to figure out the fuck with the difference between a vibe session and a versus battle. Yeah. I just thought they did it just to, what it just for, just for entertainment during the quarantine. And that's fine. I'm cool with that. I just change the title. Just change the title. Call it shit is shit is what he wants. Right. Yeah. I'm tired of all your shit. You don't never buy me nothing. I wanted her to do Annie ain't wear no panties. Annie. Oh yes. Don't wear no mm-hmm. panties. I wanted Jill Scott to sing that um damn, You mean play? What's that one song? What you song? mean play? What's play? You wanted her to play that one song? She wasn't gonna sing it. Ah! No, 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 no. What song? I can't think of the What song you wanted her to play? I can't think of the song, but but it was in a movie with um it was in one of those Tyler Perry movies. Why did I get married? I don't know. No. It was in a Tyler Perry movie with Idris Elba. I don't know that movie with. Oh, Daddy's Little Girls. Maybe. What was it about? Hold, hold on. Let me go to my Apple Music. Hmm. But I appreciate it though because it. They brought up some songs that I completely forgot about. And I'm like, oh, yes, shit, and some songs song. I, ha- I haven't even heard. I was golden in my, in my bathroom. Like, Let me scroll through. Oh, golden! I was thinking about that song too. I, I was yeah, like, well, yeah, I was I like, she can't be talking about that song. I was, I, but I was, and she didn't play it. I was like, oh my god! And and then she was like. I don't know what else to play. And I was like, girl, yes, you do. You that's, play why, games. that's why Erica was like, girl, you know what to play. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. like, girl, you playing games. And I don't even listen to her, to, to her like that, but she got some songs that I like. I like. always wish that Crown Royal was longer than what she did. Mm. That shit is a gem. Um. I wanted uh, Erica Badu to um, to do that song. Um, you loving me, you loving me, and I'm driving your bands. You loving me, and I'm fucking your friends. You loving me. Oh. <laughs> Listen, all I needed for Badu to play was Tyrone. 
Oh lifetime. my god! Everybody know that one, so I didn't think she was gonna play it. Yeah, in lifetime. But you know what else I did think about? Do you y'all have to understand and be able to digest the fact that there are people in this world that did not know who the fuck Jill Scott and Erica Badu was until last night. Yeah, that's true. Like, could you imagine just stumbling upon their music? No. No. Like to be a child, to be a child today, and not know their music, and know just like the new whatever that you call that as music. But it was, but it was so healing and peaceful. And soul that they got, like Erica Badu made you want to put on a head wrap and light some incense. That was a therapy session, is what the fuck. That <laughs> yes, was. it was. I, I, I DM Twist Beats and I was like, y'all just don't know what y'all did last night. That was a therapy mm-hmm. session that everybody needed. And when Erica Badu was like, I know you ain't crying. Jill Scott was crying. She was she crying. Least, crying. She was crying at least three times. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't cry. Bitch, you cried. <laughs> Badu said, I'm from Texas, nigga. Oh yes. <laughs> mm. On danger. Danger's my shit. When you go to her concert and she do danger and she be on her MIDI B controller going ham. The black is hot. The trunk's That's my shit. No, but that was the whole era though. I feel like that was the era in when black people were really just starting to be like, you know what? Fuck white people. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. This is my shit. You understand. You understand. That's when, like, so, you know what I appreciate about Erica Badu? Sometimes she goes and she performs, like, you would just see her on the street, t shirt, whatever, whatever. And sometimes she does make it a point to dress up. But either way, the bitch gonna get you a show. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's either it's going to be in a setting where you don't know how to take what you just experienced, but you know it was an experience. I've been to all of her shows in Atlanta. Mm. All of them. And um, the last time I saw her, she was at Afropunk in Brooklyn. That shit was, that shit was wild. I want to go to Afropunk. It's so good. I, I wanted to go this year, but shit. That's out. So good. They that's when, that's when being that's when um that's when people were woke and they weren't calling it woke. Yes. I wish more people were woke today. Well, they say they woke, but they awake. You know. They awake, but they're not woke. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, they sleep with their eyes open. What happened? They still sleep with their eyes open. Oh, God. Or got a man that sleep with his mouth open. I always wonder about people like that. Is there a cure for that? For people who just, people who just have like a, a, a settling phase and they can't shut their mouth? Their, their lips just be open? I don't know. Oh my god! I know. No, but they be just still face, just awake with their mouth open. Like, why is their mouth always open? 
Mm-hmm. But I'm here for the little Chris and Nelly, though. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get I'm my right there's ready. Boom, boom. I'm going to be mushing my kids in the face. Up, pass it to me now. Light it up and take a <laughs> puff. You can find me. Country grammar. That man. <laughs> I used to love Nelly back in the day when I was a little, little girl. That man is a snack. If you want to go and take a ride with me. Nelly was a whole snack. He's still snackish. Very. I don't know who told him uh, he could sing, though. Oh no, he lost me with that um country song. <laughs> <laughs> that country song is the way he did with Kelly Rowland. That's that good. I think about it over. I was like, Nelly, what? <laughs> A lot of people love that song, though. Right. Hmm. Ludacris. It's gonna be a lot of cussing. Oh, the bows. Cadillac grills, Cadillac steel. Ludacris was, 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 used to be one of the reasons why I wanted to move to Atlanta. Make love to me. Fuck me. Right. <laughs> oh. Oh. When what I, a time. What a time. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be a lit battle. I'm here for it. His skits were good. Cool. And ludicrous skits. Mm-hmm. Can we bring that mm-hmm. back? Can people bring skits back? I mean, yeah, listen. I haven't seen. I haven't heard a skit on the album in a very, very long time. I love skits. Remember, um, remember Jaru's kids. You know why? What the fuck, girl? Fuck, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you that was low key a bop it. though. Huh? I said that was low key a bop though. It was. It should have been longer. Mm-hmm. I'm still on the fuck girl. <laughs> <laughs> they was trying to put him up against 50. I think he'll crush 50 in a battle. <laughs> no, 50 just wanted to be, wanted to have a reason to be petty. Petty. Well. Yeah. 50 really would have had on video too. Oh, he would have shown his whole ass. Yeah. Please, that man needs less platforms, okay? Right. He just got back on Twitter, I think, or he in Twitter jail. Yeah, yeah, he be wild. That man is ruthless. Y'all know he petty as fuck. He be going in on his son. Go, 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 go. That man said, I would rather be the father of that um, Skittles-looking motherfucker than um, his own son. <laughs> yes, and his son got on live, and he was like, so y'all at me because this man said he would rather be the father of a rat? That's fine. Like, that's not bothering me. I'm just like, yo, this man is on one. Uh, Girl. Ah. Well, I'm excited to continue reading this book. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and reread. <laughs> I want more tea. And if you look into the reviews of the book, 
a lot of people do a good breakdown of the book if that'll help okay somebody put if you want to go to sleep read this book <laughs> I was like, you, you didn't want to read a book at that time you just wanted to right something at that point that's shady people are really petty very those are the same people that don't understand the levels of like mark twain books because they can't get into character mm -hmm. i'm just like listen levels but uh, another book that i got on the um audible is uh becoming so i think about getting that too did you watch that's the on netflix now though right huh that's on netflix now though right yeah did uh, any of you watch it no, nah, not, not yet. I think I'm gonna watch it tonight. I'm gonna watch Insecure. Oh, oh yeah, it came on today. Ooh, Killing yeah. Eve came on. You need to watch that, Casey. What? Killing Eve. Killing Eve. Yes. What is What's that, that on? Ah, uh, I think it's FX. I'm not sure. I think it's FX. No, it's not. What's FX. that about? So, Killing Eve is about this this hired um killer chick who's like insane who goes around the world and she kills off people of like status and the way that she kills them she studies them she gets in like to what their life is and she just comes in and she viciously kills people and just has like regular conversations and the thing is like her mom's crazy as fuck too and oh girl, say no more i'm gonna watch it Listen, it's like just, she killed rich people, but like you said she killed wealthy people. She killed uh, just people higher up that's like powerful. She'll just come in and kill them. The thing is, now it's on season two. Right now is what's playing, but start from season one. The thing is now that she, there was an uh, an investigator, police lady, who is like that Chinese lady from. E from um, Grey's Anatomy from back in the day that left. Okay. So oh she, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're So she's about. the main character, it. and and she she got infatuated with the Chinese lady, and she fell in love with her. And so while the Chinese lady trying to solve like why is she killing these people and trying to get ahead of her, they end up fighting each other. And I'm not gonna tell you no more, but it's really good. Is okay. it on Netflix? No, it's not on Netflix. It's on Hulu. I think it's on FX. Let me see. Let me stop. Let me stop. Okay. FX is a TV station. Right. Killing. Oh, it's on AMC. Okay. But it's a great show. You're going to be fully. All right. But it comes on on Sunday, so that's on today, too. Really All right, good. I'm gonna see if it's on you know Hulu or Sling, or I'm gonna see if I can find it somewhere else. Yeah, Henny Henny got me watching last season. I was stuck. When I I watched seven episodes before I went to sleep when I watched it for the first time because I could not understand like this bitch is crazy. <laughs> like she's crazy. She's funny. She's sarcastic as fuck. She hates kids. Is it? I love it already. <laughs> is really good but um 
All right, let me get this book and tell y'all what, what to read up to. I thought we were another the page, uh, 140. Mm-hmm. Another uh, 70 pages. Okay. So, 70 to 140? Yeah. Well, technically 71 to 140. Yeah. Does 140 stop or does it continue on 141? 140 stops. Okay. All right. On the audible, I can't tell you what that is. I can't either. I'm not there yet. That'd probably be like chapter 20 or something like that. Probably. Probably not even that far because they read pretty fast. Yeah. Y'all want to say a prayer off of my last um, tumbarone piece of chocolate. No. So sad. What the hell? You don't eat tumbarones, girl. Get your life. That thing's so good. So good. I, I know. I, I never had it before. Swiss they chocolate. Hmm. Swiss chocolate. I got turned on when people used to sell it from their school for like a dollar. Yeah, it's so expensive. The next pages are page seventy one to one forty one. See you Howen in two weeks. Thank you for listening to So What Page Beyond Bed. This is Shan. Kiki thanks you. Casey, thank you. We will be back in a couple of weeks. Read your books, people, because reading is going to keep you sane from the crazy people that surround you in public, in the workplace, in your house. Um, we will be back. Read your books, uh, do your woosahs, and get back to us in one piece. Thank you for listening to So What Page Beyond Bed podcast. Please Google us. Please follow us. Please like us. Please leave a comment. Thanks. Boop.